This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. The Rudy Giuliani Show. This is Rudy Giuliani, and this is the Rudy Giuliani Show, and I thank you very much for joining us on a uh, very, very, uh, very interesting day in which I have the feeling that my political party is on a detour. Uh, and I am very sad about that, and it's not, not, not that I have extremely convinced or strong feelings about either side of this debate, meaning Gates or uh, or or the Speaker, uh, it's just that I look at the problems we're facing, an economy that is getting worse and worse, and American people that are becoming dispirited. I note in a small article in the newspaper that the only, that we're trying to raise money to 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 restock our arms that have become dangerously low so we can protect ourselves because we've given them away for Ukraine. For Ukraine. And they're trying to kind of um, leverage uh, uh, <laughs> enough bullets for our American soldiers by more money for Ukraine, which <sighs> I kind of wonder who's running our government and in and in in the best interests of what country? Uh, we're we're basically we're saying uh, we've used up so much ammunition that we are dangerously low, and we need more ammunition for Ukraine. So give us enough for both. Well, how about we just give you enough for us, and then we worry about uh, Ukraine. Because I have no problem with helping the Ukrainian people. I got a real problem helping the Ukrainian crooks, since they're all Democrat crooks to start with. Um, when you think about it, uh, Zelensky's sitting there with even more information about Biden than Congressman uh, Coomer has or that I have or that the laptop has or that the FBI has. He knows the full range of what a massive crook Biden is. Biden's family, and I'm going to guess a few more uh, other American politicians, and I'm willing to take a risk that a couple of them are Repubs, too. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if one or two Republicans wouldn't show up on a list of people who took crooked money from Ukraine. Uh, but I want it all out. I don't care who the hell they are, Republicans, Democrats. So while that's uh, looming over us, we gotta, we gotta fight between, uh, Gates and, and, and McCarthy. Honestly, that's over very, very little. There weren't many options in how you get through this funding situation when you consider that Republicans control ultimately nothing. We have control of the House, but I don't know when you have control by four or five votes. That's a very, I mean, that depends on, you know, how bad's the flu that week. 
as well as how loyal are your people. And Republicans have never been known for the kind of loyalty the Democrats have, as President Trump uh, so uh, uh, eloquently uh I think tweeted uh, just a little while ago, and that and that he's worried about this, uh, given the fact that he's in the middle of this case that is much more significant than you realize. Uh, shows me that he's very concerned about about our our party, his party, and 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 and, and our sense of relevance. What the hell are we fighting with each other for? We got a lot more to fight with on the other side. We've got a, we've got a president who's, who's a nitwit. We got a man sitting in the White House that any day, I mean, if, if, if Bowman can pull the, the fire plug, <laughs> you don't think, uh, 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 Biden, you think Biden knows what a fire plug is? Couldn't you see him just like turning around, walking in one direction or another and all of a sudden just pulling the damn thing, not knowing what it was? I think they should lock up all the fire plugs now for a while. Anytime Bowman or Biden go by, watch out. So we have a president who is mentally incompetent. We have a president that has us in a unending war in Ukraine. A war without end, amen. Uh, a war unnecessary completely only happened because of him, because of his, uh, uh, monumental cowardice and weakness in pulling out of you of, of Afghanistan of uh, giving up um, the Bagram Air Base which was a critical critical strategic defender against China uh, taking out the troops before the civilians so that the civilians got slaughtered and sending Putin a message, this is my time to t attack. Putin attacks when we have a weak president. He attacked Georgia under Bush. He attacked uh, Ukraine under Obama. And he attacked Ukraine again under Obama. He took a four-year vacation from attacking when we had a president that he had, what would you call it? Worries about, fear of, deterred by, um, a kind of Reagan factor. We don't know what the guy's gonna do. Well, or maybe we can put it simply, having written a best-selling book on leadership and having lectured on it quite a bit, we had a president who was a leader instead of a sniveling little coward uh, that leaves his men behind on the field to die. I mean, it's just about, he, he, he might as well have written a letter to Putin saying, now's the time to invade, because uh, believe it or not, I will do very, very little. And even if I summon European uh, support, I won't summon enough to beat you. Just to have a draw, we'll, we'll have our usual draw. Uh, you tell me the end of the war in Ukraine. When does it end? Now, we're not losing troops there, thank God. But we're losing enough money, so we don't have enough money for bullets. <laughs> At least that's what the Biden administration is doing. Now, are they lying so they can get more bullets? I don't know. Are they lying so that they can get more for, for Ukraine? I don't know. Because I never know when they're, I never know when they're lying. But at what, what it upsets me is we've got that going on internationally. We've got a trial in New York 
that uh, is much more significant than you think. Not 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 in terms of hurting Trump. This trial is going to get him more points, even jerkier than some of the others. The judge yesterday making a total ass out of himself. You know, uh, uh, I don't know. I thought he was going to put his makeup on for the camera. Wouldn't do much good. He looks like a big clown. And when he smiles, remember Clarabelle? Jeez, that guy could be Clarabelle. And he thinks like Clarabelle. 18 million is the value of Mar-a-Lago? <laughs> wow. Jeez, I'd like to. I wish he were an agent. I'd buy property from him every day. I'd do whatever I could. Uh, Jeez, what did what did uh, what did my friend Huck say? He'd send he he'd sell a liver if he could. He'd sell his liver to get it for eighteen million. <laughs> I don't know. Can you sell your liver? I think you only have one liver. <laughs> I think you meant his kidney. But in any event, um, the point is, he's a jackass. <laughs> eighteen million for Mar-a-Lago. I think he has the tax assessment value confused with the market value. Which uh, you would confuse if you were a dope, and and also he's not so much a dope as he is, you know, he's intellectually probably put pretty smart. He went through the Ivy League schools where they teach you everything but things that are necessary to be practical and function well and run things well, and not get sucked into being a Marxist. Um, and he's got a massive hatred for Trump, possibly a, a ginned up by the woman sitting next to him. Now, I don't know what she's doing there. I mean, I, I when I saw that little thing there, that looked like really, I mean, I've been in court a lot. And I, I, admittedly, it was a long, long time ago, you know, when everybody wore wigs and stuff. But um, I never remember some woman or man sitting next to you on the bench, except maybe for a short period of time to work a piece of equipment or something. But she, I don't know what she's there for. That's the kind of thing, you know, Biden could use something like that when he's speaking, to have somebody next to him. Or maybe he should get a machine like uh, Fetterman has that talks for him. It would work out better. We'd understand him better. But, I mean, there's got to be something wrong with a judge that's got somebody sitting next to him on the bench. I don't know. I think that uh, uh, Democratic uh, uh, leaders who picked the hack uh, picked the wrong hack here. You know, they picked a hack who can't do it by himself. Most of the political hacks they pick can do it for themselves. Now, why do I say they're political hacks? Because they're not chosen on merit. That they're, they're, You think the Democratic county leaders decide judges on merit? You see... It says they're elected, but they're not elected. They are selected, and then they're put on the ballot by the Democratic leader, and then they win 90% to 10. So they are selected by um, political hacks. We'll be back in just a few minutes. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, 
to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. The former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani back with you on the Rudy Giuliani Show, and welcome. Uh, we have with us, I think, just one of the very best people uh, on radio and television in that group of people who tells you the truth. <laughs> Uh, the 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 sort of the resistance, Chris Salcedo, who's on at four o'clock every day on on Newsmax. He's also on the radio. He's all over the place, and uh, I find him uh, just an American hero. Uh, uh, Chris, thank you for being with us, Mr. Mayor. That's high praise coming from you, sir. I feel the same about you. Well, tell me, I I'm looking at this trial in New York, and I'm saying to myself. It kind of reminds me of something that used to happen in the Soviet Union where they'd have a trial to take the property away from the people who opposed the government. This is extraordinary. They're taking the man's property away. It is. And you know what? What's even more extraordinary is the unabashed manner in which they're doing it. I mean, the, the, the yeah. mugging for the camera. I, look at me. I'm a left-wing celebrity. I'm, I'm going after President Trump, the judge smiling in the most smarmy and inappropriate way then you've got of course leticia james who campaigned on taking out president trump whether or not she was on legal solid footing or not it's it is the worst parts of the soviet union show me the man and i'll show you the crime it's it's not american at all and then they have lined up four trials all democratic prosecutors for next year theoretically, so that he can't possibly have any time to run for, 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 for president. And frankly, Chris, I mean, I did an awful lot of prosecuting. I can't figure out the crimes. I can't either. Um, you, you would be hard-pressed to see where any of these cases have ever been tried, with the circumstances being the same, have ever been tried with anyone. It, it seems the, the societal norms, the judicial norms, the, the, the law norms have all been thrown out the window because the, the left wing is admitting, and so, and so is the left wing press. They're all admitting everything goes out the window just so we can get Trump. And we would, we would, like, let me get an example. This, this Bowman character, this, this socialist guy who, who pulled the lever of the fire alarm, admitting that he was so stupid he, could, he thought fire <laughs> alarm meant open door. So he's, th th this is his excuse. He w we all know he was trying to disrupt a congressional proceeding, a government proceeding, which what, what these individuals inside of January 6th, the, the protesters are, are having their due process rights denied at this point. But right. here's Jamal Bolton saying with, with a straight face, no, 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 I, I'm a Democrat. I, I get to break the law with impunity. Uh, the law is really for those Republicans when we need to get rid of them. And, and they're saying it with a straight face, Mr. Mayor. Yeah, I mean, I, I spent a little time last night, and then I, I got, frankly got tired. I was looking for, like, a big fraud case in which um, nobody lost money. Because my, my – I mean, I tried a lot of fraud cases. I, actually, yeah. when they say I used RICO, I wasn't the first to use RICO against the mob. I maybe was the most effective. I was the first to use RICO against white-collar criminals. But uh, basically, you needed a big loss. You don't do it when people put down statements that turn out to be, well, false, mistaken, overvalued, undervalued. That's all a matter of debate. The question is, 
You prosecute cases when people get hurt. You don't have time for the others. There are too many cases where people get hurt. This is ridiculous, this case. Who knew Letitia James and this judge knew better than the the wizards of finance in these banking institutions? That's what they're saying. The banking institutions looked at the properties in question. They said, okay, well, we're going to be able to recover uh, our losses should, should President Trump, then not president, should he default. So we'll make the loan. And not only did he did they make the loan because they thought it was a it was a good investment, and Mr. Trump then proceeded to pay everything on time, never missed a payment, and in some cases paid off these loans ahead of time. Everybody was happy. Everybody made money. So there's no crime. There's no victim here. But right. Letitia James and this this judge, they think they know better, and it's it's absurd on its face. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, you know, reading a lot about it, and I see some, even some of our, um, some of our uh, uh, conservative uh, scholars and lawyers think the New York courts are so bad this will be upheld on appeal. I can't, I can't imagine it's being up. I can't imagine a fraud case of this dimension being upheld without proof of a single penny lost. We have so many people that are victims that need protection, and we're wasting our time on this. No. I, you know what? I think you saw some chinks in the armor on this yesterday when the judge, uh, Mr. Mayor, when the judge said, yeah, I, I had to admit that 80 percent of this case uh, isn't admissible because the statute of limitations ran out. I have to admit that because now things are getting real right now. Now he has to put his name to something. And, you know, I mean, for, for whatever for whatever standards are left inside of New York. That's a good point, Chris. Yeah, he still would be subject to some sort of evaluation if he goes ahead and behaves like the Texas House did in impeaching Ken Paxton by filing an impeachment, in this case, acting against President Trump with no evidence of a crime. You know, these people, these liberals, I grew up with them and, you know, went to school with them. Not They weren't as bad as they are now, but they are very sensitive and they get more sensitive as they become less criticized. So when they do get criticized, they kind of fall apart. They, I mean, he didn't. He didn't expect to be made fun of. I bet he's suffering greatly for that stupid smile. Wait, can you stay on for a minute? I have a few more questions. Okay. Sure. All right. We'll be right back. Rudy Giuliani on the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani back with the Rudy Giuliani Show, and I have uh, with me the uh, the Newsmax uh, anchor and commentator and uh, commentator in general, uh, Chris Salcedo. And I wanted to ask Chris before I let him go, uh, what, what he thinks of this uh, whole thing with Gates and uh, and McCarthy, and is this good for us? Or is this going to further divide us? I mean, will it will it re reenergize our 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 sort of goals, or or is it going to keep us divided? I've got to be honest, Mr. Mayor. the 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 way I look at this is, the Democrats they don't have an issue with being united. They're Marxists. They're anti-Americans. They're right. leftists. They don't want to be Americans anymore. I think that the problem we're seeing laid bare right now is something the Republican Party has been kicking the can down the road and, and not addressing. Uh, and it's this. There are no unifying principles in the Republican Party. When Mitt Romney 
and John Cornyn and Mitch McConnell can claim to be Republicans, but so too can Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley and and other and, and Jim Jordan can claim to be Republicans as well. There's a disconnect there. And, you know, it's so bad, Mr. Mayor, that, that the Republican Party can't even make up its mind that it wants to oppose Democrats. They can't even unify on that basic principle. So there needs there needs to be a unifying principle that that all Republicans can get behind. And frankly, there isn't one right now. Well, how, how about if it's just getting rid of Biden for now? <laughs> you, you getting rid of the Democrats. I mean, they, I am so afraid of blowing 24. You know, I'm so afraid that we're going to blow 24 because we're not united and then we don't have a country that uh, I'm willing to I'm probably willing to make some compromises I wouldn't otherwise make. To, but I may be wrong. I mean, but we have to win and we need the best strategy for winning. I don't want to it leave us. The, yeah, you know what, Mr. Mayor? I think it all depends on who the we is you're talking about. And the we, the conservative movement, we the people. I think President right. Trump President Trump embodies those disaffected Democrats, the independents who see that Joe Biden is a colossal screw-up, and the Republicans who are tired of an ineffective party, you know, headed by Mitch McConnell and the Paul Ryan types. I, I don't have any problem party. with that. Oh, I think Ryan... Ryan is the great disappointment of, uh, you know, the last 10 years. We, we had it. We had the House. We had the Senate. We had the presidency. And we had a great president. It all could have been solved in that two-year period except for him. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And now he's camped out over at the Carl Rove Never Trump Network and making sure that that network is doing everything they can to defeat any type of unity and opposition to Really, which is left-wing extremism, socialism, communism, the extreme left in this country that is doing so much damage. So I think that unifying principle we're looking for okay. is, is embodied in President Trump, to be honest with you. And Well, you know, I think maybe, however this darn thing comes out, as soon as it's over, he should make a statement and say, whatever happened here, we're all together, all of, all of us who, who, who want to see a government that is a free government, a government based on constitutional principles who want to save our way of life, come on over on our side. All the rest of you stay there, and that's the dividing line. Yeah, on Speaker McCarthy, I think I think the Republicans are 10 months in, Mr. Mayor, and they have nothing. And you know this this term. You're, you're, a, you're a covering politician, too. It, it, is, it is something called deliverables. Ten months in, the yeah. Republican Party... Yeah cannot point to anything that they've done to stop the harm of Democrats. They can't point to a thing, and that's a problem. Well, let's see what happens. And, but the main thing is, uh, as soon as this thing is over, and I think Trump is the only one who can do it, he's going to need to lay down a couple of guiding principles that, you know, you and I agree on, but that, that the rest of them can agree on. And the rest and the rest of the stuff we put off for some other time, but... Right now, we got to focus on making sure we take this country back because this is no longer saving us from socialism. We are a socialist country right now, and we got to take it back. All right, Chris. You're great, by the way. You're terrific. Your contribution is just uh, irreplaceable. Thank you. All right. You bet. Nice to talk with you, Mr. Mayor. What a great guy, huh? I hope you'll watch him at 4.00. 
He's really, really good, and 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 he's good too uh, because he explains things in a very, very um, accessible way. Maybe is the best way to put it. You know, so, uh, I I love a lot of commentators, and there and if it weren't for the commentators, we'd be nowhere because the press is all against us. So it's all these people like Chris and Dan Pongino, and I mean, I, I don't want to start naming names because I'll leave out some of my best friends, uh, Pags and Jeez. Uh, 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 but he's 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 one that gets it across n- nice and I don't know you know there are lawyers who get up in front of juries and they confuse the hell out of people and then there are lawyers who get up in front of juries and the juries understand it it's the second ones that are the good lawyers I think Trump has one of the, I think Trump has one of those I'm pretty pretty sure he has one of those uh, right now so let's listen to I think it's I hope I have. This right, I think it's cut twelve. This is Gates' prediction as to who he would like to see replace McCarthy. Our number two is Steve Scalise. I think very highly of Steve Scalise. I would vote for Steve Scalise. I would probably vote for at least a hundred Republicans in our caucus, and maybe a hundred other Americans out there who wouldn't necessarily need to be a member of the body to be considered for the speakership. Well, I would have liked a little more of an endorsement that he's one of a hundred, but uh, I agree. Steve Scalise would be an excellent choice, and I'm not supporting Scalise over McCarthy. I'm not sure that I'm, I come down as hard on McCarthy as uh, as uh, Chris does, and obviously as hard as uh, as Gates does, because I think McCarthy is faced with a almost impossible problem with the narrow with the narrow. Um, majority that he has, but um, could you find somebody more aggressive than McCarthy? 100%. Absolutely. And uh, my question more is, is is this the right time to have a mini-revolution? Maybe. It's still still over a year until the election. And we're still, believe it or not, uh, many things can happen that will be forgotten by the time of the election between now and the election. Uh, let's go uh, to uh, let's go to Susan in New Jersey. Hi. Hi, Susan. Well, I have a question. Go ahead. I don't understand why no one has done anything about voter registration. I feel like if McCarthy had done something or is in the process of doing something or showing people that he's attempting to do something to make sure that the votes that we get are the votes that we're supposed to get in 2024, Mm -hmm. that something positive would at least be attempted to be accomplished. I'll tell you what he did. I feel like we're going to go up against this one more time, and they're going to be one foot behind the door, and we're going to end up losing because nobody did the right thing to protect us. Well, that isn't McCarthy, though, Susan. Uh, the House and the Senate can do very little about voter registration. Voter registration is guided by the state legislatures. And if, if he had attempted a voter registration uh, law, the Democrats would have come in with H-1. And H-1, uh, I don't know if you remember, this all started and Biden first came in. They came up with a bill that basically would have made us really the Soviet Union. There'd have been universal mail-in voting, no identification for anyone. 
the federal government was going to pass all these laws. Now, a number of them would have been unconstitutional, uh, but a number of them might not have been. So they were trying to make, as federal law, all the things they used to cheat in five states. Uh, they wanted to be able to cheat in 50 states. And uh, somehow, some way, and I'm not sure who gets the credit for this, and this is something Republicans should get the credit for. We block that. We stop that. And uh, my fear would be, and I'm sure McCarthy would have to think of this, if I, if I were to try to make improvements in voter registration now with the fact that they control the Senate, and I just have four votes here in the House, with some of them a little flaky, I might be walking into... Maybe walking into a a, a a disaster that'll bring back H one, so I wouldn't hold him too responsible for that. I think that that may have be, be a secret victory of his than having beaten off that. Um, that I don't know if you remember it, but that was right at the very beginning. It was one of the real communist type disasters they put up. They put up. Um, they put up front. Let me go to Jimmy in Brooklyn. Speaking of communism, Mr. Mayor. We can't stop the communist movement unless we have an anti-communist movement. It's not communist versus conservatives. We need the American people to realize this is a communist movement. I could describe it how it how it got this bad. I see what you mean. Yeah, you can't you can't defeat your adversary until you name him and face him. Well, actually, Sun Tzu, two thousand five hundred years ago, wrote. To you to to defeat your enemy, you have to know the enemy and the nature of the conflict. So the Communist Party, working for the World Communist Movement, they have that? communist front groups. One group is National Resource Defense Council, which on paper you could see they work with the National Council Soviet American Soviet Friendship Committee, which is KGB. National Resource Defense Council had articles in Sputnik magazine, the Soviet publication, trying to stop America from using sonar. Sonar is how we track Soviet subs. Mm -hmm. So you got National Resource Defense Council, hardline communist group. Uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. was their attorney for 20 or 30 years. So there's a wow, connection there. No, you got a guy named Ben Chavez, who's now one of the leaders of the No Labels Party. Ben Chavez, in the past, worked with Carl Braden on Communist Party agitation and propaganda. He worked in a Communist Front Group, National Alliance Against Racist and Political Repression. So you got Ben Chavez, No Label Party. You got Robert Kennedy, all people with Communist connections. Now, people do change. You also have Cornell West running, Reverend Cornell West. <laughs> Reverend Cornell West toured the country with Carl Dix, one of the leaders and founders of the Revolutionary Communist Party, which promotes armed, violent revolution. That communist group is working in street gangs and prisons. Now, if you get street gangs and people in prison who already are violent and commit murder, you get them to commit murder and violence, not for crime and money, but for political stuff. This is what the communists are working toward. So Cornell West toured the country promoting that armed, violent group that's promoting violence and revolution. Mm -hmm. By the way, that communist group got money, laundered money from George Soros. So this is a massive, absolutely massive movement. Now, why did the radical left push early voting? 
they pushed early voting so that gave them more time to get out the vote, to get people registered. I mean, it says right here, I'm holding one of the papers here, they talk about uh, remote, fa uh, remote phone banking means wherever you are in the U.S., you could campaign in any city or state to get out the anti-Trump votes. Yeah, well, so the communist a lot of this... A lot of this had found its way into H1. Do you remember that bill at the beginning of last year? No, I, I didn't, don't know much yeah, about Yeah, they, that. they put together. Yeah, you should get a copy of it. It's really amazing. I think you could probably trace communist roots to about two-thirds of that bill that they were trying to pass as a federal law. And I was already working on challenges to its constitutionality. Uh, but for technical reasons, some of it would have worked. Uh it's a terrible situation. What do you think? Just let me ask you one other question off the topic a bit. What do you think of Kennedy as a third-party candidate, and who will he hurt? Uh, well, he, he could take votes from both sides. What I worry about, though, is uh, all of these offshoot groups like Kennedy, uh, Cornell West, and there's no Labor Party. They could be building a separate massive movement other than the regular Democrat Party, and then at the last minute, throw their support behind Biden. So they have ah. so many options. They have so many options to work yeah. with. To work so you for. don't I mean you don't you don't you don't trust that this Kennedy thing is a is a real thing. Well he's 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 saying some things that sound good, but it's his past I worry about. He's yeah. a radical. He wants he wants people to be put in prison that don't agree with his environmental views. Now people do change. But we don't know that he changed. Look, the only thing we, we have to get, there's no other alternative. We have to get Trump reelected because Trump yep. already proved what he could accomplish. And now he's learning more, Trump, about the danger. The threat is he very, is. very don't, deep. Don't you find him more? I find him more serious, and I hear him using the word communism much more often. Right. When I started this 36 years ago on the radio, okay. I was the only one for almost that entire time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You made a great contribution, Jimmy. Well, thank you. We'll be talking very soon. Uh, we'll be back very shortly with the mayor's final thoughts. America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. Welcome back. This is Rudy Giuliani. And uh, yes, with the Mayor's uh, Final Thoughts, sponsored by Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org. $11 contribution per month to T2T.org means that you are supporting, I think, maybe the most important people in our society, the men and women who protect us in uniform and who, as a result of that, are seriously injured or lose their lives. Tunnels of Towers is there. If they lose their lives, they're there with a check to pay off the mortgage of the home. And you can't, can't believe what that means to the family, not just the, not just the monetary support of which that's going to be just some of a, of a lot of monetary support that should come, but also that there's somebody there for them. And then for those who come back from war or, or, or encounters domestically in which they end up catastrophically injured, they're there to build smart homes and, and, and homes that, that, that maximize their ability to take care of themselves. How can you do anything better than this? Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org, $11 a month. Just do it right now. 
and you're going to feel really great about yourself. Now, I don't know how this thing with McCarthy and um, and and I was going to say Scalise, McCarthy and um, and Gates is going to come out. Uh, I I am just so focused on what I see as the agenda. I see the two of them as just players in a drama, and they should play their role of of saving their country. I don't know. This isn't about Gates' ethics investigation or McCarthy used to be friendly with Ryan or McCarthy's a rhino or whatever. This is about who's going to stand, man. This, this is a Trump speech, really. You should say to the Republican Party, I'm the leader of the party. And like Abraham Lincoln, who started it, the leader of the party sets the ground rules of the party. And they're going to be basic ones because we want the most people. And our ground rules are real simple. They're the old Lincoln principles for what makes a good American. Do you believe in the Bill of Rights? Do you believe in the Constitution? Do you believe in a system of justice that's equal? No bull. No uh, Mark uh, uh, Boss Tweed uh, right down to the Democratic leaders in New York City today, crooked judges and judges who, who set valuations of $18 million on a piece of property that's worth a billion because a Republican owns it, and no judges that actually think in America you can take property away from people. I mean, that is frightening. I remember, I remember back in the 70s and the 80s, in the 70s in particular, when I was practicing law, and then, uh, and then in the 80s when, when communism ended, I can remember clients of mine being worried about investing in certain countries because people would take their money away. Well, they'll take your money away in America if you're a Republican. They'll, 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 they'll say a piece of property worth a billion dollars is worth 18 million. And then they'll smile like jackasses. And half in New York or will applaud for them. I mean, half in New York or more thinks that what they're doing is serious. This is a horrible travesty of justice that's going on in the New York Supreme Court. With a judge who's a political appointee, forget the election garbage. They're all political appointees in New York City. They come from the Democrat machine. Forget the romance. And that's why we end up with massive political decisions, and a Republican can't get a fair trial here. (laughs) Nor can he get a fair shake from the Bar Association here. Got to change, and that's what this is about. Not Gates or the other guy. God bless America!